0: Love TALK RADIO
1: Good evening, everyone. Good evening, everyone. Uh, this is Jonathan with the with the Million Dollar Mindset Podcast uh, powered by the EAE Radio Network from the Talk to Shaylin show. Uh, I'm so honored today. We have Matthew Schultz on the Million Dollar Mindset Podcast today. Matthew Schultz um, hailing out of New Jersey um this this guy is making huge waves in the music industry already been on major tv networks um investor businessman uh socialite icon i mean this this guy is a is a is a master of a lot of things tonight we got him for 30 minutes he's going to discuss his new hit single We on the Night featuring Jim Jones he's going to talk about his approach to music his sound just everything his hustle his grind Everything. So we're excited to have him on the podcast. Mr. Schultz, welcome to the podcast.
0: Well, I'm so honored and so excited to be here. And and I felt so good when you asked me to come on because I have a lot to tell and I have a lot of stuff to get out there about, you know, how I went about doing things and and wanted to show and and hopefully inspire some people to, to say, hey, you know, it's kind of never too late to, to do what you want to pursue in life. Uh, if you have a dream and, and it might be a far-sighted dream, whether it be in music or entertainment or sports, you could still pursue it while holding a normal uh, daytime uh, job and, and supporting yourself to kind of give you the means to take care of, you know a family, to, to do what you have to do on a daily basis, but also never lose sight of your, your dream. So I'm glad that you had me on the show, and I'm, I'm truly honored today.
1: Well, definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, this whole podcast is about, you know, spotlighting emerging brands in the world of business and entertainment, and you've been on your grind and hustle, as, or as my man, little scrappy would say, grustle for years. So I want to talk, dive right into it um, because time is limited. Talk about your entry into the music game. When did you find that passion? When did you put those wheels on the ground? And when did your plane take off?
0: Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. I, I started out when I was very young. All my my cousins played guitar, and they were in bands, and my uncles, I would go to family functions, and everybody would kind of hang around and jam out, and I was so envious because I wanted to be part of it, but I didn't know how to play a musical instrument. So at a young age of about eight, I I picked up the guitar, uh, basically self-taught myself how to play so that I could partake in some of these events with family and friends, and, and just started on a very casual level, all self-taught, all played by ear. And um, eventually, when I started getting older, I moved to uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, with my family uh, from New Jersey, um, and I was still obviously young in high school with my mother and my, my father and my sister at the time. And I decided to put together a garage band, and it was a uh, probably in the 10th the grade, and I'm sure my family was real thrilled about me, you know, putting drums and guitars and huge amplifiers and everything in, in the garage. But they were so extremely supportive of supportive of me, and I just, you know, thanked them and, and loved my mom. She's still obviously around, and she's my biggest fan. So I, I have right. to give kudos to her for allowing me to to be loud and obnoxious and and have my my band. But the cool thing about my band is at the time I was playing guitar, and I got a bunch of guys that were very talented musicians, whether it be drummers and bass players and even some horns, and Charlottesville was such a big music scene. Um, the culture and the music just bred uh, you know, throughout the, the, the whole uh, town of Charlottesville. They would have huge outdoor events on Fridays after 5, but it kind of put a lot of bands on the map. Um, Charlottesville was where Dave Matthews' band started, so he was a huge inspiration. So when I was in high school, I, I, I kind of wanted to stay focused on the guitar. I didn't want to do vocals. I didn't want to sing. And um, there was a, a gentleman by the name of Chris that was in one of our drama classes that we said that we heard he had a great voice wasn't in music at all but just had a great voice Mm -hmm. so we told him and we said hey why don't you come down and you could sing for our band Uh, we have a garage band at lake monticello and we'll we'll, we'll play and you could be the singer so he never really did music before but he said yeah i'll give it a shot and that was ended up being chris daughtry who ended up going on to american idol and now he's a multi-platinum artist so it feels so good to have somebody that was so close to me that we kind of brought into music that was in theater and he made the full transition and obviously he's one of the biggest rock stars today. And that was so exciting for me to watch him on a platform like American Idol and sell out shows and arenas and, you know, go platinum on his, his albums and, and some of his songs are, are the, the the top sellers today. Um And we still stay very close friends, so that was kind of where I started to take off a little bit by, you know, setting up the band and then basically gravitating towards it. I ended up moving back to New Jersey where I uh, played uh, college football, Montclair State, and Chris moved to North Carolina where he pursued his, um, you know, family and and working and everything like that until American Idol, you know, picked him up and, and that catapulted his success. So it was kind of cool because we, we separated, but we kept in touch, and then I got to see him, you know, rise on that American Idol stage.
1: Okay. Now, you just covered a whole lot of ground, so I kind of want to recap a little bit just so everybody can keep pace with you and just your journey. Now, you got first of all, I didn't know you was a football player um, from a collegiate aspect, so that's great. What position did you play?
0: So I played running back, fullback. Um, Double tight end slots You know, I played tight end And uh, in my last two years My true passion was uh, defense So I I got to play linebacker That was, you know, kind of where I Always was my lane throughout high school And everything where I flourished It was just that when I walked into it We had two All-American linebackers So they said, do you want to play? And you could start at fullback. If you don't want to play, then then uh, you know you could be be a second string behind these all Americans. So I said, you know what? Um, let it take. Let it take its course. I'll be fullback, and then once they graduate, I uh, switched to linebacker, which was my true passion. So, it was a, a great, great part of my life.
1: Linebacker is the smartest position on the football field.
0: Absolutely. Oh my God! You have to think so fast on the fly. Be I know, a leader, that's what I'm saying. You know, hit hard. Yeah. It it was fun but the the cool thing that i that i did get um was i was recognized for having the highest grade point average in all division 3 schools throughout the united See, that's states. That's what i'm talking very... about.
1: That's, <laughs> what, that's what i'm talking about. Linebackers have to be the smartest. They have to know the offense. Every play the offense runs because as soon as they come to the line and they hear that quarterback talking, they have to recognize those plays, man. So definitely so I want to delve a little bit into um, um, where your music is now and how things are kind of heated up. Now, you've made some big splashes with entertainers, features, your sound. I mean, being in the top 20, top 5, Billboard, I mean, you've hit some big plateaus in the game. And you know, you have a huge fan base. You got thousands of followers on Twitter. Uh, You have um, you're number one on Reverb Nation. You got so many people that obviously um, listen to your music. I mean, you got hundreds and thousands of impressions. People request your song. I, I read your timeline on Twitter personally. It's bananas. You have know, people just around have taken to this new song you got, which is We On The Night. How did all that come about with Jim Jones? How did the process go? And what was it like being in studio with just both of y'all really hitting
0: down? Oh my God! Well, that that was a dream come true for me because I, even though I always had a rock bass and and I always tried to play rock music and all my songs, I always try to throw a catchy guitar riff or guitar solo. Um, but I just I've just been truly blessed. The way that me and Jim Jones met is we met on set. I helped Jim Jones and. Um, Webstar and Joel santana and uh dame dash and all those guys organized the set for the dancing on me video so they put me in the dancing on me video i play the limo driver when the when the thing uh first opens up and um it, it was what a crazy day that was but i i securitized the, the the place where they shot the mansion that they shot and everything and and helped them get that video out and that's where we first originally met uh, the second time that me and Jim uh, connected is as we exchanged information on on the set of the um, the Dancing on Me video, and then I I came up with this this track that I did called um, Money or Me, and that was my first you know song where I was so proud to get it out that it had a hip hop but it had the rock because I grew up listening to hip hop but I was always playing rock and I combined and I I did a fusion song with the original artist King Dave from Long Island. And this, okay. this song really did take off, and it really exploded. It got a lot of notoriety. It got me a huge underground following, both in the rock arena as well as the hip-hop. And I started, um, you know, getting a lot of hip-hop fans and hip-hop following, and it was something that I loved and grew up with and we listened to in the locker room. So for me, it was just a blessing. So I ended up uh, sending Jim the track, and I said, Hey, Jim, um, you know, here's, here's this new track that I did with King Dave. It's called uh, Money or Me. And then Jimmy said, uh, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, I love it. He's like, "Uh, what do you want to do? And I said, would you want to do a feature on it? So Jim said, yeah, I'll do a feature. So we, we we knocked out uh, the feature for that one. That was our first song that we did together. So it's called Money or Me, uh, Matthew Schultz featuring Jim Jones. And you can find it on uh, on YouTube, and you know it's it's all over you know social media from when it was released about three years ago. And I enjoyed working with him so much, and I enjoy his music, and I'm I was such a fan, you know, growing up and listening to Dipset and you know Ballin' and all the songs that Jim came out with. Um, that when I created this song with uh, producer Point Blank. Um, we sat down and listened to this song and, and as we put the song together I called it We Own the Night And I said this is this is 100% a Jim Jones track I have to get Jim featured on this So we did the whole song I wrote wrote the, the hook Recorded the hook and everything We didn't even have confirmation from Jim That he would even do the track It was almost like a uh, you know, putting that positive energy to the universe and it hoping was. that it comes a- back. A- exactly. Everything, exactly. Was, everything was done uh, around him for his, his sa- song, his brand, you know, the vampire life, vamping. Sure. You know, his whole Ladies brand that Vamp- he has. Mm-hmm. Yep, 6 a.m., you know, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., you know, like he would say. And... um, When the record was finished and everything was done and it was in place, then I got the record back in his hands and said, hey, bro, you got to do this feature. This this whole song was written around you doing this feature. So he agreed, and then we banged it out in the studio, and we did it in two parts because he's on the first verse, and also um, he's on about uh, eight bars in the second. And uh, I just had such a great time. When you could vision something and you could hear something in your head, and you could hear how he would write and how he would sound on the track. And then to actually see it recording, hear it come through, and then mix it and master it and have it come out as the finished product exactly what you want, its probably one of the most exciting things that, that that I've ever experienced in the music industry. And that's what's out today, and it's, and it's starting to do well. It's starting to chart. Um, and it's being well received And I'm I'm so blessed to have so many supporters And family and friends And I, I notice everybody that likes all my stuff on You know, Instagram And, and uh, retweets me on Twitter And, you know, likes my uh, fan page on uh, I pay attention to all that So everybody that does it, keep doing it Because I pay attention, I see you
1: Definitely, definitely. Well, we're going to jump into a quick snippet of the song Because everybody's I know everybody's been waiting on that We on the night We're going to play a little bit of that Right now, live on the air. Um, This is Jonathan with the Million Dollar Mindset. Tonight we have Matthew Schultz on the line, hailing from New Jersey. People, this guy's not playing. Resume is bananas, if you don't know. And we're gonna play his song right now, featuring Jim Jones of Dit Set. You know, I mean, you everybody knows Jim Jones. We on the night. Check it out. Tell me what y'all think. Uh-huh. You know who the night? Yo, Shucks, what up? Yeah. You think it ain't? How you living? Yeah. I got dibs on this it. shit. Oh, really, though? Yeah. The night is ours, you can keep the J. On mommy. <laughs> Far as the night go, well, we own the issue. All black 40 fully loaded clips. Drop 58, fully loaded west. White tee on with a frozen wrist. I'm a hot boy with the goat's chick. They say like to gamble, no poker chips. One night out, I could blow a brick. That's 40 gal cash with a coke to flip. Follow the star as follow the moon. So they follow the car, that's follow my goons Now it's a four-way is what I got in my room. 7-8 bottles, kinda hard to consume Had the shit hallucinating like I got on school I wool at night and it's kinda hard to assume. First I clambered the a chip, then I hammered the chip Then I smacked an ass with a hundred yeah, grand on my wrist yeah, yeah. okay. Now for the daylight, it's not my lane A star in the moonlight, it's not a game yes, we own the night, yeah, we own my eyes. Uh, I'm still vivid on this time. Follow the moon. Follow the moon. Follow the moon across the sky. We still don't see the stars. follow the stars.
0: Follow star the moon.
1: Follow the moon. Follow the moon across Matthew Shultz. My man. Are we on the night. What you doing with that, man? That's your track.
0: I know, it feels so good hearing it on the radio, man it feels so good I, I wanted it to have, like, you know A little bit of that little darkness That, that you would find, you know In, in that whole vampire type, uh, you know Genre, and I just wanted to capture A little bit of that darkness with the, uh, the pre-chorus And it feels great, man It feels great
1: I mean, you know, when I hear that song I just think of, uh, you know Late nights, Miami Going out, Collins you know, with the with the drop top BMW 650 CCI, white with British sand leather interior, and just blaring it super loud.
0: Ah, <laughs> so, I love I mean, it. Moon over Miami, baby. Moon that, that, over that's Miami. what I'm talking about.
1: Just pulling up the lid, pulling up the fountain blue, and just throwing the keys to the valet. I got listen. I, I need to be inside this video treatment, man. It's gonna be crazy. That's oh, absolutely. Is, right? you're, yeah. you're
0: in. You're in, man. When we I, shoot an I'm official video. You're in,
1: man. You and those signature shades, because you know, I've been watching your profile, man. You got the swag is already there, but man, put you in them shades, man. Put you in, put you know, put you in that pure white cocaine V-neck tee. Put you in them signature shades, man. Kind of give you that that 2015 spiced up John B slash swag look. It's crazy. You just oh, get I love style. it. It's crazy, man, with that playing and Jim Brown shotgun. It reminds me of that puffing big when Puffin' big with our shotgun in the uh, in the uh, hypnotized video. You know, oh yeah! Oh my
0: god! I can yeah, picture it. I can picture it. And then we yeah. just set it off. Get the sparklers ready. Get the bottles going. Get the sparklers exactly, ready. Exactly,
1: man. It's celebration. Big music, man.
0: Right, like Big
1: music. Exactly, man. And just had our whole type festive vibe where like you just the key to the city was just being given, y'all just taking it over, man. Be like a six PM to six A. M. type thing. That's how that should be really it should really be an introduction for like a video viral of the Vamp life introducing we on the night and having you make the soundtrack to that whole lifestyle. So it's crazy oh, I would man. Love
0: that. I would love that. I got a lot man. more lined up man. I got a lot more lined up. I got some really Big stuff coming down the road. I'm working with some great artists. I got a new track with uh, Dricky Graham coming out um, called uh, Live Fast, Die Young. And uh, Dricky, you know, he's known for, uh, he, he hit uh, almost platinum, I guess you would say. he's He's got just shy of a million records sold for snapback and tattoos. So young, exciting artist. Uh, yeah, I remember that right amazing. there.
1: I remember that right there, definitely. I remember that
0: right
1: there for Super sure. dope artist. Um, he... Definitely. Super dope. Uh, let me do a uh, quick commercial. I'm sorry, go
0: ahead. Yeah, so yeah, no, that, go ahead. I just wanted to, to let you know that I had that one coming out, and I'm I'm working also with uh, David Rush, is one of Pitbull's artists that, that did that song Shooting Star with LMFAO. It's so a lot of exciting yeah, stuff. But we'll hit it on the way back after the break. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah definitely. I'm going to take a quick uh, uh, break. It's going to be like a 40-second to, you know, 40-minute second break. I want to highlight our show sponsors. One of our sponsors for today's show is uh, St. Patrick's Rice. People, St. Patrick's gourmet rice is a delicious parboiled long grain rice that your whole family will enjoy. Now, they're one of the highest-rated family-owned and operated uh, grain companies in the United States. Go to com. And purchase the best rice in the world, people. S T P A S T P A T R I C K S R I C E dot com and purchase the best rice in the world. St. Patrick's Rice, definitely. Also, one of our show sponsors today is Hair by Shaylin. That's H A I R B Y C H E L Y N N. They are one of the top. human hair distribution company in the U.S. Their hair is 100% natural and and unprocessed human hair. All their products thoroughly inspected to ensure top quality. Um, Their slogan, their motto is simple. Treat their hair as your own. You can straighten it, you can curl it, you can braid it. The results will always be the same, which is beautiful Lynn hair. You can go to com. That's Hair by C H E L Y N N dot com and purchase the best hair in the business. Hailing out of Chicago, one of the best hair distribution companies in the country right now. Those are our show sponsors. Tonight we have Matthew Schultz. People, let me just brag on this guy a little bit. With this guy right here, he has been blazing through the music industry. And don't think everything was given to him because he's hasn't had just a silver spoon ride he's earned everything that he's achieved thus far he took chances he's taken risks and they have paid off because he's been resilient we're honored to have him on the podcast tonight we're going to delve into his mindset in the studio how he approaches his sound and then we're going to give a couple of shout outs matthew Schultz, you still there with us, buddy
0: I'm here, thank you so much And and thanks again for the opportunity I love this show, I'm a huge fan I tune in every week And uh, I'm so delighted to be a part of it Alright, so
1: let's kind of delve into um, A little bit You know, I have a little more time left with you A couple minutes Let's delve into um, your mindset When you hitting that booth Let's talk about when you writing a song Like We Own On Night," Which is, by the way, an awesome song And if people, listen we got Amazon Prime Music. We have iTunes. We have, you know, we have uh, all we have Rhapsody. We have all type of digital outlets where you can go and support purchase the music. I'm personally purchasing the single today. i am added to my portfolio because the music is hot, not whack. So definitely, we own the night. Matthew Schultz, S S C H U L T Z. Matthew Schultz. Google the name. Go to Amazon. Purchase it. Go to iTunes. Purchase it. Support it's an excellent song. Mr. Schultz, let's talk about your mindset when you approach a song like We on the Night. Like where do you uh, pull Yeah? Talk about where do you pull your inspiration from to make a record like this? Because all music this is a creative process. So let's discuss briefly, describe your creative process, especially when you're making a song like We on the Night.
0: So that's perfect. So I I first go in, I I don't ever want to have anything like um, typecasted or anything like that. I want to come into the studio on a, a pure open canvas. I think one thing that separates me from a lot of artists is that, you know, I don't have a specific lane. You know, I cross into the pop. I I have, you know, the rock riffs. I I cross into the hip hop with the features and everything that I do. Um, Everything that I try to write and and that I try to um, produce or co produce or or work with great producers, I always want that rhythm there. That's always got to be the base of my songs. Now, whether it spins off to the dance side or if it spins off to the hip hop side, that kind of happens within the session. But everything usually starts with a beat and usually a guitar. On this particular one, um I got the the privilege of working with uh, this amazing producer called uh Point Blank. Uh he's got some credits. He's got some good credits. He's on on some did some tracks with Pitbull. Um you know, he fabulous. he's got some some good credits out there. So he's been in that hip hop lane before. And you know, he came to me and he, and he brought me this song that had this beat. And this beat was so like symbolic of that 90s hip-hop like when hip-hop to me was its best you know and when, when you had everybody from lords of underground to you know eric sherman and and you know these are all you know people that i was huge fans of the locks and you know going into like you know the early 2000s when you hit with the dip set and, and their mixtapes that they used to put out and then then jimmy but this had that nice element of that that 90s hip-hop feel that i loved and I couldn't hear any other voice on it while we were making it, other than Jim's, like I, I pointed out before. And um, we we capped it off with a guitar solo, so that the the token rock trademarks in there. Um, you know, I I really wanted to make it like a going out anthem. I wanted people to listen to this song when they're getting hyped up to go out, order bottles, and go out on the town, and just you know go to the club, buy tons of bottles, and just own the night, and just take over. So, you know, it comes a little bit from, you know, me going out and doing my thing when I was uh in that party lifestyle when I used to, you know, be partners in restaurants and nightclubs and used to help throw parties right. and, you know, that was that was kind of what it was all about, you know, it was it was just about owning the night and and being, you know, uh all eyes on you and and even though you were maybe not performing from a music sense, you're still performing, you know, uh, from, from a cool perspective, you could say. And um, th- and that's what we used to do. We used to just, you know, rock out. We used to go to crazy brunches in the city. We used to stay out all night and everything. So it's just an anthem that I wanted to capture and put out there for people to, to vibe out to while they're getting ready to to go out and on the way, in the car, on the way, and then if they still haven't had enough after the club, play it again and go out to another spot after hours, you know? that's how I wanted it to come across, but I will tell you that my daytime is—I'm I'm president of a bank, and when I go to the studio, it's usually very late, and I got to make that transition from being all about business and doing what I have to do on a daily basis to, to make my career in the banking career go.
1: And then at night is
0: when I turn in. At night is when I turn into the rock star. So they say it's like banker by day, rock star at night. And that's when I have to switch into that creative mode. And it does take a lot to get me out of that business mindset back into the creative. So, um, you know, there's a lot that goes into, you know, kind of getting me revved up and and getting myself amped up to go into the studio and try to, you know, put out, you know, uh, creative sounds. But everything is a process, and I always start with an open clean slate because I don't want to go in there with one focus in mind or one lane in mind. I want to just keep playing around with it and see what opens up and see where it gravitates towards.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you know, the fact that you're president of a bank, I mean, to be in control of or to, or to, not so much in control, but to manage people, to be in control of millions and millions of assets, I mean, you have to be... It, it almost reminds me of, like, the guy goes off of the show Power of 50 Cent. You have to be everything for everybody, which is kind of cool, you know, because you have to go daytime being this banker, the white shirt, the blue pinstripe suit, the red power tie, the red pocket square, the Johnson Murphy shoes, polished to the nines, and you're in there just doing your thing, flip side of that coin. And night, nice, you know, it's it's a whole nother entertainment slash rock star slash socialite slash boss. You know what I'm saying? So it's Absolutely. So, you know, but that's the cool thing about being ready for the moment, which is one of our slogans, is because only a few people are prepared for that type of lifestyle, and it wouldn't work if if, if you were not built for it. So which tags me into one of our final points is let's talk about this podcast is called The Million Dollar Mindset. And with the Million Dollar Mindset Podcast, we discuss, you know, everybody talks about success. Everybody hears people that are successful, and they think that you just snap your fingers and stuff happens. I want you to really, you know, in, in, in two minutes less, I would like for you to really give the listeners and everybody a true in-depth, true insight into how do you build your success at what you've done so far. Like, what are some of the key things that you've had to do and certain sacrifices you've had to make to be in the position that you're in and to maintain it and to even go further?
0: Well, you know what, it, it's so important, the mindset, and um, I have a lot of great people around me, a lot of cast. You know, my mother's super supportive, and she's always, you know, kind of giving me that push that I need. I have great partners at, at the bank and, you know, uh, partners in all my businesses that I align myself with that, that give me the freedom and the flexibility to do what I need to do. Um, but I would say you got to treat everything in life as, um, as kind of like compound interest, you know, if I if I wanted to to get in shape and I get up and I run 1 mile tomorrow, it's not going to do anything for me. You know, I'll burn 100 calories. Not going to do anything for me. But if I do that tomorrow and I do it the next day and the next day, you know, I still probably won't notice anything until uh, day 20. But when you look at things like compounded and I do that for a year, you bet you 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 know that I'm going to be a different person. And if you do that in your career by doing the little things daily that compound to be something great. When I try to read success books and everything, I don't read the book from front to to, to back all in one night. What I do is I just make it a habit of reading 10 pages a day. So ten pages of a self help book or Anthony Robbins motivation book or Dr Wayne Dyer's spiritual books and things that that I do. I just chip away at it. And that's what you gotta do with life. So if I, if I read ten pages tomorrow, it's not gonna change my life. If I read ten pages the next day or a month later, you know, and, and, and I read three hundred pages, that's not gonna do it. But after the course of a year, because you treat it compounded well, 365 days, if I read 10 pages a, a day, that's that's 6, 000, That's 3,650 pages. That's like the equivalent to five full-blown self-help books. That will make you a different person at the end of the year when you do this on a daily basis. So you just have to do everything um, with, with that mindset. There's so many times when, trust me, 11 o'clock, 12 at night when i got to wake up 6, 7 in the morning to do the banking that I want to be in bed. That I want to be relaxing, but the motivation and to see the next level and to take things to the next level, you have to take the shots, and you gotta put in the work.
1: Take the shots and put in the work. What is your biggest motivation for what you do? like why do you do it? Why do you do why do you live in two worlds? you got the corporate world? Really, three worlds. You got the corporate world. You got the I would call it the nightlife nice slash superhero slash everything else. And then you have your personal life away from everything, when it's just you and your personal side. Like, like how do you, you know, what I'm saying, like, what drives you to to do this every day? What is the where is that fuel coming from?
0: Well, you know what, my my mother was super creative, and my dad was a, an extremely hard worker, and then when you combine them two, I know people say, you know, don't be the jack of all trades and just have one focus, I always wanted to be into entertainment, whether it was acting or whether it was music, but I didn't have the luxury, because I lost my dad when I was a young, you know, at a young age, I had to kind of go right into, you know, college, work through college, uh, you know, help you know help my support my family uh in unison with their efforts uh to 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 pick up you know where where my dad left off and i didn't have the luxury to just uh be selfish and say you know what i'm just going to be a starving um artist i'm just going to be a uh, a starving actor i i always uh had two to three jobs, I always, you know, put myself through school, I never uh, took a break from that sense, but I never had the luxury just to solely focus on music or acting, because at that time, it didn't pay the bills, and I wasn't a big-named artist that could go out and demand, you know, uh, a high amount of money from a record deal, or get advances, or anything like that, so I, I had to really just grow up, you know, at a younger age, and not pursue that side of it, but I had that burning in, inside to 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 unleash the creativity and to unleash the entertainment side of of what I always wanted to do. So I had to do it, and I always believe in being well balanced, and I always believe in having you know um, your passion, which for me is is the music, but it also is a business. Um, so it, it actually has you know double benefits. And then, obviously, have your bread and butter, and that's your day-to-day. Go, you know, make it happen, work, get your paycheck so that you can invest in your music or you can make other investments to flourish, and so that if you have family or if you have people that you have to take care of, you could kick in and not be selfish and just pursue a dream that is, you know, that one-in-a-million type shot, you know what I mean? So... Never lose that dream, but don't don't be foolish in the sense of abandoning everything, going after something when you know the odds are stacked against you. Do what you need to do to live. And then do that extra, and spend that extra time doing it when everybody else is relaxing. That's your hustle time, and you do it. And then, obviously, you know, uh, first and foremost, always value you know religion or God if if that's your belief, and have that spiritual sense. And then, and then, family and friends, because you know that that's truly what matters.
1: When people listen to your music, um, when they walk away from everything. What type of feeling you want to give people? You know, James Brown used to always talk about you know, he had a song called, I got the feeling, you know, James Brown music was soul music, you know, um, Aretha Franklin, she said she always wanted to make people, you know, lift people's spirit to the highest place. Marvin Gaye, he always wanted to make you be in deep thought and just, you know, make you fall in love with the sound. What do you want how do you want what feeling do you want people to walk away and they listen listen to somebody by Matthew
0: Schultz. I want them to to feel a mixture and a blend and and something that's a product for somebody that just loves music. You know, I I love every everything about music, and I I love every genre of music, and I I, you know, I I'm an '80s baby, late '80s, you know, I, '80s baby. Okay. So I, I love the 80s. I, I love hip-hop in the 90s. I love everything that came with pop in, in 2000. You know, I'm a fan of Michael Jackson. I'm a fan of, you know, uh, country music artists. And, and, and it's just it's a, a full blend, and it's just a um, a, a byproduct of, of a bunch of different genres, a bunch of different eras, blended into one thing. And at the end of the day, I want people to be able to, to bob their head and relate. So I write about things that, you know, are relatable so like money or me about relationships and you know when you get to a certain age is is you know is is the significant other it doesn't have to be uh you know a woman and, and 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 a man but just your significant other um are they with you because they want to better their situation and they want a better life and it's just a better situation and they love the situation or do they love you so that's why I wrote the song Money or Me. I want people to be able to, to relate to, to certain songs that I write and say, yeah, I get it. Or, yeah, I went through that. And at the end of the day, if if even a handful of people walk away and, and, and I help them get through a little bit of a, a hurdle or uh, a difficult time in a relationship or, you know, even motivated somebody to get out of bed and just do it, you know, and, and just pursue their dreams, that's all I really want.
1: Great. Now... People connecting with you. Let's talk about your Instagram handle, Twitter handle, um, Facebook handle. I want people to to just hear all your handles. Say it slow and clear, so they can all
0: get in contact with you, my man. Oh, beautiful. Well, the Twitter is at my first initial M Schultz. So it's at M Schultz S C H U L T Z, thirty three. That's my Twitter, favorite number 33 and that was also a college jersey number that I had, so it's uh near and dear to me. Um under uh Facebook, it's just uh it's under Matthew Schultz, uh, I have a fan page and I do often uh accept people, you know, as, as in my personal as well. Uh, I always welcome people that are that are outside um, you know, they're all friends. Um and then for Instagram, it's uh my full name. It's Matthew My middle initial B, as in boy for Brian, that's my middle name. Schultz, so it's Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W, B, Schultz, S-C-H-U-L-T-Z.
1: Now, the song, I mean, do you have an EP coming up or a mixtape
0: coming up or an album coming up this year? Yes, I do. I'm so excited about it. I have a full EP ready to go. Um, the, the EP was never officially released. The EP has been done for uh, a few, you know, for several months now. Uh, it actually was placed in uh, last year's um, uh, Grammy Awards uh, gift bags. You know, the lavish gift bags that they give at, at these uh, these these lavish events for for the Grammy Awards. So my CD, my EP, I actually did the EP just for. Um, the Grammy gift bags, uh, which was the coolest thing for me to have, you know, some of these major artists, you know, getting my uh, EP. But it never was released to the public, so that's coming out. So I'm going to release that to the public. Um, I am about two songs away from having a full length album, which should be ready and ready to to, to put out in the stores uh, in the middle of the fall. So I'm I'm super excited about that, and I'm very very close now.
1: All right, great. Well listen, you know, it's been an honor and a pleasure uh, speaking with you today um, regarding your brand, your music, your lifestyle, your influence on pop culture. I know you got to run because you have so many other engagements. You're doing so much promo. We're going to have you back on, hopefully, in the next uh, two, three weeks because I want to go into depth about more things you have going on, probably about two weeks. 'Cause there's so much more that we normally do on the podcast, but I know you got previous engagement, but it's been an honor and a pleasure. People, Matthew Schultz, We On the Night is the is the hot single right now, burning up the charts. You can hear him exclusively on EAE radio, people. That's EAE Radio. Right now he's on Primetime on Hits one oh three one. Uh you can hear you can, you can hear live. At www.hits103.com, he's also on Power1079.com, Hot944FM.com. Uh, you can stream him on Live365. Our live station, this guy is everywhere. All right, um, as far as that's concerned, check him out on Reverb. Check him out on SoundCloud. He is here to stay. This is this is this is the type of music that will make you forget about your problems and enjoy life again. I want to say once again, it's an honor. Thank you for being on the podcast, Mr. Schultz. We look forward to speaking to you again, my man.
0: Thank you so much. Anytime, I would love to come back and and speak to you more. Uh, I love Million Dollar Mindset. Thank you, Jonathan, EAE Radio Network for supporting my music. It's just been unconditional love, support from you guys and everything, and I, I truly, truly appreciate it. I just want to say uh, thank you to uh, my mom, Denise Schultz, uh, Ingrid, Stacy, Andy. Love you guys, and thank you for all your support, uh, all my friends and family around me, and and thank you for everything.
1: All right, and we're going to repost this interview uh, as well on tomorrow, so we'll be tweeting out run times of the interview, and Mr. Schultz will get you your own personal copy of the interview as well um, because, you know, we blast you on every day. We're going to keep everything going the way we got it going, man. Once again... Support. We on the night, people. Amazon Prime Music, iTunes, streaming on Tidal, Rhapsody, Spotify, for sure. This guy is all over the place. Thank you. you. Don't forget that video treatment. We got to talk about it. Oh, you know it.
0: You're in it, baby. You're in it with me. You got his place (laughs) at the table, brother.
1: (laughs) Thank you, man. All right, y'all. Good night.
0: Be good, guys. Thank you. I love you all. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.